Hi, I'm Chelsea Neumeyer and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram to learn more. Okay, let's start the episode. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm so excited to be welcoming Lydia Lincoln. She is a stress management and burnout coach who knows what she talks about from an educational point of view. Plus, she's experienced and overcame burnout all by herself with her own developed Serenity Coach program from burnout to serenity. Thank you so much for being here today, Lydia. I'm so excited to talk about this topic just because I think it's top of mind and so important for everybody, especially those in my audience. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited um, to talk about it with you. Yeah, and we're going to dive into all kinds of topics, but I would always love to have my guests share a little bit more about themselves and their journey and what got them to where they are today. From an educational point of view, I know what burnout is. I have been educated about that, the psychology behind human behavior and how you react. And I relocated to another country in Europe and um, I had to find another profession and my relationship was not working. And at the same time, my mother was diagnosed with cancer. So I can tell you burnout hit me full on. It doesn't start from one day to the other day. It's a buildup. And obviously, it was a super buildup for me. So yeah, I know, unfortunately, burnout from experience as well. But, um, and that is actually the part that I'm I'm really appreciative of, is that I overcame burnout myself. So I had reached out for help, but I did not receive the help that I needed because I didn't receive any tools nor strategies or understand why I got into a burnout or how could I prevented it. And so I had to figure those those things all out by myself, which I did because of my background. I have years and years of experience of asking the right questions in the court of law. And especially with my educational background, I thought, okay, you know what? Hold your horses. I need to, I need to do it myself because apparently I'm not getting the help that I need. So it took me some time. And mm. that's an understatement, but I, <laughs> I overcame burnout myself. And hundred uh, percent naturally. I didn't use any medication, even though in the beginning I did receive medication, which was just numbing me out mm-hmm. and not helping. So I said, okay, I like everything uh, authentic and natural. So to make the short story, <laughs> to make the long story short, yeah, I, I overcame burnout myself. That's amazing. I I think that that's so important. And there's so many, I was taking notes already because there's so many things I want to touch on. The first thing I want to talk about is really diving, digging into what burnout is. Because I think it's one of those terms that we hear all the time, but without a real definition, it's one of those things that we can just kind of say flippantly, like, oh, I'm getting so burnt out without actually fully understanding what that means for people. So could you define it or how you define burnout? So burnout is for each individual, it's different how you Mm -hmm. experience. But you can actually say that you're physically and emotionally exhausted. You have literally no energy anymore. And that is really the short version of what a burnout is. Um, You're literally burnt out. So in the beginning, you continue to go on because of your mindset, because you want to continue and you're not listening to your body. So your body and your mind are a little bit disconnecting and you're not realizing it because you want to 
um, maybe finish that project or help your mother or help your friends or want to do this and uh, learning on the same time when you're having a full-time job or maybe you became a new mom or there are so many reasons why you want to go on and think, okay, I can go one hour later to bed or I can do this later. And then before you know it, your mind is exhausted, but your body as well. And you need to have those recover moments. So the moment you hear all the time, like, oh, you're in a fight, flight or a freeze moment. And you're in this moment that you can't do a single thing anymore. So you could wake up and then suddenly maybe your back is not working anymore or your arm is not functioning anymore or you can't walk anymore. It is literally mentally, emotionally, physically that you're exhausted and you have no energy. Mm-hmm. That's, that is the most simple way I can describe a burnout. And then, and the examples that you gave, when people get there, it's because they're it's like they're just doing too much, right? Yeah. Yes. And yes. So, so actually, sorry to interrupt. No, um, a, a lot of people, they feel ashamed because they say, yeah, but I can go on and I want to do this. And it's just a little bit of effort for me. But it is burnout hits the people who work the hardest, who are like, no, I want to go. I'm going to give it another 100%. Then I'm going to excel and I'm going to do 110. But at one point, you know, you need to take a step back, relax and think of, okay, so how can I do the, the other 100% if you take a step back, if you relax and and take care of yourself? And somewhere you miss the part that you're not listening to yourself anymore. And then unfortunately, you're in a burnout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was I was gonna say too. It's that that go 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 that that feeling that we have to be constantly looking for that next thing to add on our plate. And I would imagine that some of your clients are also, especially if you are in a position of being a caretaker to someone, or your job is particularly busy at this time. Right? There's there's also that some things we can't control. So it's is wanting to help. It's wanting to be that person for everybody else at the sacrifice of our own physical Correct. and mental health. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, spot on. Definitely. It yeah. most the the people who get into a burnout or feel overstressed, they are so caring for other people, or they want to excel in their work, or want to take on the extra project, or they want to help at the same time, or they want to have their own business starting at the, they're you can't imagine all the things that I'm hearing. And I'm like, how do you do that? How, how could you have imagined that you could do all those things at the same time? I mean, you're like superwoman or superman to me. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's take a step back and then see what is it, what is it that you need right now? And from there on, we we see what we can do. But we need to find a way to okay <laughs> make things tangible that that you understand that you cannot do 15 things at the same time and and I'm not exaggerating because I do have those clients and I'm like okay I have 24 hours in a day but mm-hmm. wow you have I think 48 hours in the day <laughs> well now that I feel completely called out as you've described my personality <laughs> 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 with wanting to do everything all at once. <laughs> when you're working with clients, how do we, well, I guess before they even come to you, how do you recommend people 
make sure that they don't get to that point. And then we'll talk about recovery because I think that that's, I feel like a lot of the resources available are like preventing, right? And like, if you're looking it up, you're probably already past it. Um, but let's let's talk about prevention first, because if you're not there yet or you're not on the brink, maybe there's some steps you can do to prevent from yourself from getting there. That's um, a very nice question to ask. So prevention, every person, it is different because for, um, I will take myself as an example. Mm-hmm. What gives me energy is, for example, I can have you know, evening out with my husband, dancing, or I can also just dance for a half hour with my daughter in the living room, or I go with a friend, have a coffee. Somewhere during the day, I need to have a little bit of a me moment. I need to have some me time. And then also I would like during the day to reflect, okay, how was my day? Are there things that need to get my attention in a different way? Or could I have done something different? So where can I take learning from? Um, because, you know, you could all make mistakes. And I like to see a mistake as a learning opportunity, mm-hmm. instead of just slapping yourself in your face, like, oh, I should have done this different. <laughs> yes, maybe yes, that is definitely an option. But, you know, sometimes you just react um, in your enthusiasm, or because you only had those facts in that specific moment in time. So um, what can you do? Things stand still and take some me time. So if you have like an, an a stress point, a stress peak, make sure you recover from it, but then really recover from it. And for you, it could be that you go one hour earlier to bed. But in general, that is not the solution because one hour earlier to bed often doesn't help. It is very nice. It is very nice. It works very nice on social media. But in all honesty, it doesn't help only. So you have to look at the things. What is it that re-energize you? What is it that you need? How can you make your day acceptable and that you can go through it? with a positive energy and also to build on for the next day. So there are so many aspects during the day that you can or prevent or become aware of, of, okay, this could be a stress trigger or... So there are small steps, but if you do small steps, you know, all together, it's a big one. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know if that more or less answers your question because I can just go on. <laughs> oh, I think I think that's really that's really helpful. And it's just a good reminder that self-care and me time, it doesn't have to be this extensive bubble bath or a whole day at the spot. I mean, those things are lovely. And if you can work them in, if that's how you're choosing to do it, that's great. But it can just be a fun little dance party, even if it's just being yourself, right? Putting on some music that energizes you or going for a quick walk or just standing up and walking away from your computer at some point during the day, right? And and I think the most important step here is that self-awareness, right? Recognizing when you feel yourself getting a little stress, extra stress out, you feel yourself getting overwhelmed. and, And instead of just diving back into work, say, what can I do right now to reset, re-energize and go into this with a better mindset than, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I'm never going to get it all done, right? which which just reinforces that. Exactly. Yeah. So often it's your mind that triggers the stress. So even if you think you can manage it in the moment, you say, oh no, I need to do this. And then you build up your stress yourself because it's often not 
what the reaction gives you the stress, but it is how you deal with that stress mm -hmm. moment. So, and your thoughts can really take, you know, can take you somewhere else where you don't want to go to consciously, unconsciously. But yeah, there are so many things that could help you. So one of the things that I do as well is like journaling and then just one or two small things like, okay, I'm really, but also telling myself, I am grateful that I could have done this or that I did that or just, you know, grateful that I am today on a podcast with you, for example. Mm -hmm. But those are the things for me. Those are the cherries on the cake, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Well, who, so who are the people then that are reaching out to you? What kind of clients do you work with and in what state of burnout are they typically in? So I have clients who come to me that they say that they're not in a burnout, that they come okay. to me because uh, out of prevention. Um, but often they are actually hitting already on the burnout. Mm -hmm. So they could, I have clients really coming in from early stage from preventative or early burnout, or um, unfortunately, I also have people who come to me when they have the second or the third burnout, um, then I help them. So they come to me for the first time when they're in the second or in the third burnout, okay. because it, it can become something chronic. Or if you don't know, if you cannot treat your burnout uh, correctly, it comes back. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not aware of what your stress triggers are or what you can do, it comes back and, and it is, it becomes more and more difficult to get out of it because you have this habit and you, you need to change it. You need to cut the, and, and break through. And then you can restart your life having fun and joyful, become happy and get the quality of life that you're actually looking for, but not receiving because of that stress and, and, and burnout. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, I, I, all, all faces, yes. Perfect. And it's funny you mentioned habits because that was something that I, I wrote down to, to talk with you about. And in a funny coincidence, I had a call right before joining. When my business started, I was actually helping people start nonprofits. That's my business model, what they wrote business plans, and I help people get their nonprofits registered. I did a training for a group of military spouses, um, which is a community I'm in, about this. And someone reached out as like a, for a mentorship call, which was included in the training. Lovely. Happy to help, right? I'm working with this person and uh, all the steps that she has to take to start her nonprofit. And every bone in my body wanted to say, I can do this for you. Let me do like, help me help you. But I know it is, it's a lot of work for me. It's not my business model anymore. And especially right now, that would have pushed me over the edge. Mm. And it was, it was so hard to say, and I didn't say I didn't do it. I said, you know, I just sent her the resources and said, I'm happy to help you. If you have any questions, but I did not volunteer or take on the project. But I think that that's come from a lot of work of that habit of saying, oh, let me do that for you. But that habit right. of, of saying, oh, I can take on that extra project. So it's just, it's very funny that the timing of that worked out because I was very proud of myself that I did not. <laughs> No, but you should be. I just wanted to say you should be really proud because you became aware and conscious of the fact that you normally jump in and say, oh, I can do it. And that's, that shows so well that you have such a good heart and, and that you're willing to help other people. And that is what often just triggers. Yep, <laughs> it's exactly. 
<laughs> so let's, let's talk about that. When someone comes to work with you, do you have a process through which you work them through or specific questions that help them um, start recognizing these behaviors in themselves? So that really depends on, on each person mm-hmm. because um, I want to know first how and what and why and, and I want to know so many things. But the first question I ask is, are you here voluntarily? Did you come to me by yourself or are you pushed by maybe your spouse or or maybe work? What I do is I want to know the reason why they think or why you think you have a burnout or why you need to have prevention or stress management. And then I would like to know, I want you to take me through your day, your your months and, and, and the years on. And I ask the same question in different ways just to get you to think but you're not really understanding where I go to because I jump from left to right. But it is also some kind of stress trigger that I'm giving you. So I see, I, I test at the same time how you feel and how you react. And if you get irritated or if you get stressed or emotionally, because I want to know, I want to give you the best I have for mm-hmm. you. Because if I give you, if I'm going to go through an A to Z model, I'm sorry, but your stress triggers are different than your spouse or your friend or mine. And I really want to get the best for you that is in you. So I want to know you. And then when I know you and get to know you, I know you get to know yourself as well. So then you can answer the question, what is it what I need? Who am I? Can I be my authentic self? Can I say no? Where are my limits? What are my goals? How can I work? in a different way, just to get everything that I want to get this positivity back in my life. So there are so many aspects that I am touching. And in a few, I see how you react. And then I'm like, okay, so that part, we don't need to go through the development. Maybe we need to actually slow it down or lower Mm -hmm. it. So we give another aspect in your life a little bit more, you know, to put it on a pedestal, for example, Mm -hmm. just to bring things in balance. Because Often it is that something is completely out of balance. Maybe you're overwhelmed with emotions because a burnout is not only because of work, um, what everybody's telling us. It is one of the biggest stress triggers, but also the emotions and what you think and and how you feel and, and what goes around in your mind. And so for me, it is really the essence is who are you? And then if I get to see the real you, you get to see the real you as well. So I don't take any answer for just as an answer because I really want to get to know you. And, and as I walk you through so many different aspects in life and questions, it is um, it becomes kind of clear for me what it is that you need. But I always ask you as well what you need because I am a coach. I'm coaching you. I'm, I'm not telling you what to do. So mm-hmm. just... It's a coaching role, but it is very effective. That personalized approach is so, so important because again, if you're just if you're just Googling for this information, if you're just looking up those kind of generic articles, it's saying all of these, you know, kind of like the take more breaks, right? Like it's telling you all these things that are much harder to implement into your like, well, how do I do that? Right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm working full time. I'm getting a degree. I have a family. Like, when do I take a break? And exactly. I think when you work with someone individually, 
that's when they can look at your schedule. They can look at the things on your plate and help you make decisions around what can go. And unfortunately, I bet you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure one of the things that you're looking at is you, you kind of you have to give up something, right? Like something has to get off your plate. It's typically yes. the first step, um, but that's really hard and really, I, I imagine, really can be scary for some people, right? I have to say, in the beginning, it's very difficult. It's very hard. Um, but then I ask them, um, and I'm going to ask you the same question. So I'm sorry. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> so if you're not in a burnout yet and you want to work uh, stress preventative and you have 10 things on your plate and you want to do it yourself because you're giving yourself the pressure or is somebody else giving you the pressure that you need to finish all those 10 things today? So <laughs> then I ask you, okay, where can you make, you know, how can you prioritize? And what is really important for you? Can you do something tomorrow? Or do you really need to do it today? Is it that important? Is it that urgent that it needs to be done today? Or can it wait until tomorrow? So I will ask you things about limiting, uh, setting your boundaries and making conscience decisions of, okay, if I don't do it today, how bad will it be if I leave it for tomorrow? And is it then still important? And then, yes, I will also ask you to put in, for example, somewhere during the day, 15 minutes just for you, not with your phone, not with any social media, just 15 minutes to relax, to give your brain like, okay, I need to relax. <laughs> so then I'm asking you, the, your, your 10 to-do list, how many really needs to be done? And that is a, a reflection moment. And then the question is, do you have every single day, so seven days a week, do you have 10 things to do on your list? And from the 70, what can you just strike through or push to tomorrow or the day after or maybe ask for help? That's what I was going to follow up on too, is that that ask for help piece and the boundaries. Because that's Those two things are probably pretty key in the prevention piece too. and not doing what I wanted to do, right? Which is just saying yes or getting excited. Because I think the other important thing to recognize is, and you said this before too, it's not it's not always coming from this place of obligation. Sometimes you're just genuinely really excited, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you hear about this new offer, you get these new ideas and overwhelm isn't always bad, right? Sometimes you're overwhelmed with good ideas, all the things that you want to do because you're just genuinely excited. And so I think learning how to balance that and those priorities is, is it's hard. And so it's, but it's so, so important. Yes. Well, I, I hear you. I'm being an entrepreneur myself. I know how difficult it is to juggle all those balls. But again, I have to ask myself as well, Who's pushing me? Even though I'm super enthusiastic, I know I push myself as well because believe me, I I want to do everything with the same enthusiasm today, preferably, um, so I can reach more people, so I can help more people to overcome the burnout or to prevent it. But on the other hand, who can I help when I feel fully stressed or overwhelmed? So I need to make conscious decisions as well. And then I'm like, okay, so I have now two hours. What shall I do? Oh, you know what? I can just relax or try to relax and, and come up with something uh, with something else. So you always need to find 
a balance if it's for you if it's to spend time with your family or you know to take a step back as well from your enthusiasm because maybe you're want to run with everything that you have but you know where do you stop when you have a burnout or hopefully before yeah yeah and I think that's what I love helping my clients with is because I can I can take all those things and say okay like let's create a plan then look because then you can trust like you're gonna get to that new offer or that new idea or promoting yourself on that new platform just not right now Right. Like it's going to, but you're going to get to it. And then trusting that process and trusting yourself that it's going to happen. And patience is not a virtue of mine. So I feel hypocritical even sharing this advice sometimes. But, <laughs> but recognizing that it's, it, as you said, it's just that pacing. So it's not even what can be done tomorrow. It's what can be done in six months, three months from now. What's, what's going to make more sense for you to work on next year for your business or, so that you can focus on the right things at the right time to yep. mm-hmm, to see that progress exactly. and not overdo it. Exactly. And I always ask as well, like, okay, what are your goals? And what is the mm-hmm. time frame for your goal? And often they want to go from, you know, from step one to step 10 and forget about two to nine. But, you know, I also say like, okay, maybe your big goal, divide them in smaller goals. And make the smaller goals into bite-sized ones because then you can celebrate more often when you accomplish the goal, which gives the energy. And then you see progress because if you're, if you're set only on, you know, at the finish, then you miss out all the small steps in between that you accomplish already because you're already on your way. And, um, it is such a nice, progress to see that you accomplish one thing or maybe a second one and then you can share and it gives energy and then you say okay so now I can have like a relaxing moment for myself before I go into my next challenge yeah I love that and there's just jumping back to the boundaries piece of it people often at least I find with my clients will often give up a lot of the control that they have and that again, reinforces that feeling of of being stressed out and overwhelmed. And so one thing that I've started doing, and I'll coach my clients too, is whenever I'm working with a client for my consulting work, I always tell them a later deadline than what I think I can actually do it. And that just, but it's a really simple thing, but it took me a long time to get there because I would, I would say, Oh, I'll get that to you tomorrow. I'll get that to you. You know, I would, I would give myself an unrealistic deadline because I wanted to people please, because I wanted to, look efficient and effective. And then I would be super stressed out and overwhelmed because I've promised seven people that I'd get them everything by Mm. the next day. And I had to like work the next day, right? I had a normal workload. So I just started saying, I'll get that to you on Monday. I stopped giving myself Friday deadlines and I give myself way more time than I think I'll need. So then actually, when you give yourself more time, you over deliver because you can probably, you know, Mm -hmm. you can deliver earlier. So you're also pleasing. It's just you bring it differently. (laughs) So that's actually positive because you take care of yourself. And that's good because what happens if you give yourself a a, a tight deadline? What happens if you get a hurdle or, you know, Mm -hmm. if you have, there are always things that you did not count on. Maybe, I don't know, you have one day that you're not so productive, which 
is kind of normal, mm-hmm. um, which gives stress, which makes you less productive. So you get this vicious circle. So yeah, just do 10% less or give a 10% longer deadline. If that's what helps you and your clients will be very happy as well to see, oh, she delivers actually like two days before. It's super cool. <laughs> exactly. But I think so people, and, and but often people are nervous about like, I don't even know if that would be considered a boundary, but it's just like this very, I think people are so scared to just say that, right? Like there's, they're nervous about, oh, well, they're, they're going to expect it faster than me. It's like, no, that's okay. Like you're, you're setting that expectation. Like it's okay. You know, where every, it's, it's just reinforcing that. But again, it is, it's a hard habit to break if we're in that, those, those cycles. It is. So that's why becoming conscious and aware mm-hmm. is one of the key elements of, okay, yes, I can do this. And yes, I need to go. <laughs> and yes, I need to break certain uh, habits. But it is it is worth it because you give yourself less stress and then you can enjoy also the work what you're doing and mm-hmm. also the interaction with your clients or with your family and, and friends. And And that is so important as well, because you can't do everything by yourself. Even if you're work solo it doesn't mean that you do everything by yourself because you need to have the support from others as well when i'm working with my clients we're, we're doing some of like the practical and, and kind of in the weeds stuff of setting up a schedule right like what mm-hmm. what your kind of day-to-day routine looks like and where are you working how are we maximizing the times when you are going to be most focused and you're going to be you're going to need those breaks because your energy just naturally dips. But what I'm seeing, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you're seeing with your clients as well, is that like self, that self-care piece, that me time piece is like the first thing that gets cut off of people's schedules. Do you find that with your clients as well? I see that as well, uh, unfortunately, because that's the easiest, because you're not uh, disappointing somebody else. Uh, but then my question is, is that really the case? Because maybe you're disappointing yourself without realizing it at the moment because you make that conscious decision. But is it to please the other or is it to please yourself? What what do you get out of it? And then it's not selfish to ask a question, what do you get out of it? Because, you know, what makes your heart go faster? What gives you in a positive way? Uh, what gives you the energy? What What is it that you need to feel, you know, alive instead of numb or stressed because, you know, 24 hours a day, if you're 20 hours stressed, because a lot of people give in on their me time, but they're also giving in on their sleep time. And and that is, it is so crucial. And, and then also the nutrition. So there are so many aspects that when people tell me, yeah, no, you know, I don't need like 15 minutes for myself. I can do it five or when I'm in the car or when I'm commuting. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You really need to have some me time because you need to recover. You need to get the energy. And if you're not taking care of yourself, who will? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now I have you. I said, yes, now you have me, but I'm not there every day. <laughs> so um yeah i i hold them obviously accountable for what they're doing but i also want each and every one of you to become conscious as well where you give in where you should actually say no and that is one of the big programs i have as well is master the art of saying no really mm. to set your limits to be you know to take care of yourself and it is not selfish 
if you just make the conscious decisions because the other person that you're pleasing might be selfish because he or she accepts even though uh, maybe with the knowledge that you give in on on certain aspects of your own life so saying Uh, no is is key as well oh but it is there so difficult and i'm i'm I'm, we'll definitely have to direct people to that program because that is that's huge that's saying no as and not apologizing that's something i'm working on as well as is not saying i'm so sorry i can't do that like i'm Am I actually sorry? Like before, before just apologizing, actually wondering, like, mm-hmm. actually, this doesn't actually work on my schedule right now. Can we do it at this time? Right? Like it's, it doesn't always have yeah. to be apologetic. So that's something that I'm definitely working on. And I'm so happy you brought up that, that selfish piece, because I think it's also really important, as you mentioned, that those moments of when you're exercising, when you're, you know, taking a, a true lunch break or, and feeding yourself with good food that's going to fuel you it helps you show up as your best self in all these other places. So it's not really selfish because it's just making sure that you are showing up for everything and everyone, including yourself. You know, I always joke with my husband, I'm a better human when I'm running regularly. Like I'm just, I feel it, right? Like I can feel Mm -hmm. the difference. And so, but it's hard, right? Like it's hard to, like that's an hour of my time when you factor in getting ready and the run and the cool down. And then I got to shout, like when you factor in all those pieces, it's like, man, am I really willing to give up that much time when I could be working? But if you take it, if you take that step back and say, yeah, because that 30 minute run is going to energize me for the rest of the day. I get to listen to my music. I get to move my body. Like it's doing Mm -hmm. all of that good stuff. First. And unconsciously, when mm-hmm. you're exercising, you're putting things in order as well in your mind. So unconsciously, you're processing so many things at the same time. So actually, you're doing two things at the same time, and you're exercising, and you take care of your your, your mental health, which for me, it is key, because that is one of the biggest things as well. I ask people uh, when they have a burnout, even with a burnout, and even when their body is not working anymore, I ask them to go for a walk. Because you re-energize, you reconnect also with nature, or you're just outside and you have some fresh air. You take your mind off things and you should not feel guilty when you take care of yourself. So if you need a half hour run or 45 minutes or 60 minutes run, do it because that is what makes you happy. You feel good afterwards. You feel re-energized and that gives you the motivation and the energy to go through the day or to finish the day with or Mm -hmm. prepare yourself for the next day. So. Yeah, no, please stop feeling guilty for things that, in my opinion, you should not feel guilty about because you're taking care of your mental and your physical physical health. And and that is so important because, again, if you don't take care of yourself, who will? Mm -hmm. I can run for you, but it's not the same, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so good. I also love to talk with people about their personal productivity and time management on this podcast. So I'd love to turn a little bit and I'm, I feel like I'm going to come up with like eight more questions to ask you while we're down okay. this road, but <laughs> I'd love for you to walk us through a normal day or week in, in your life and kind of take us behind the scenes a little bit to how you structure your day. Oh, well, so let's start on. <laughs> <laughs> and I say normal in quotations, right? Because we know that no yeah. days are ever the same, but just a, a general walkthrough. Okay. So 
for who don't know me, um, I got my daughter at a later uh, age. Uh, she's now five years old. So I, I might have a little bit more patience uh, than the for the for the new born moms and, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so I have five years of experience right now so now in the morning I really I prepare my daughter to go to school I prepare her lunch as well or the day before or literally the same morning I prepare my own lunch so I have things in place so I know I have a healthy lunch so I bring her to school my husband is off to work and then I start to work And then it really depends on the agenda. If I have coaching clients, uh, if I have no coaching clients for specific times in the day, because I also schedule time for myself just to write an article or to work on the programs that I'm Mm -hmm. having or something for Instagram that I need to do or get myself prepared for or a podcast or uh, to be a key speaker or something that I need to get myself prepared for. I also try to <laughs> go for minimum once a day for a walk just to get fresh air or to go in the garden and just have a little cup of coffee outside, which makes me very happy. Even though it rains, I always <laughs> want to have some some fresh air. So, And then in the evening, I make dinner because unfortunately, my husband, even if he tries, he really can't. We tried it multiple times. <laughs> it's not working. So I cook. And then he cleans. So we have that balanced out. We spend time with our daughter. Uh, on Wednesday evenings, for example, I give Pilate lessons because I practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. And my husband just started also his uh, new dancing school. So I help him on the Friday evening with the dance lessons as well. So uh, and in, in between, we spend time with family and friends and um, as much time as possible with our girl and just also give each other some time for my husband, for himself, me, for myself. And obviously my little girl, <laughs> when she wants, if she <laughs> wants time for her, uh, but mainly it is with us, which gives us a lot of joy. But yeah, during the day, we, we try to be as efficient as possible. And if it's sometimes not working being efficient, it is okay as well. Mm-hmm. Because I schedule time for me. I schedule time to write an article. And if I don't write an article today, I'll write it tomorrow or maybe the next day. There's always a reason for me like, okay, what is important? Ah, me time mm-hmm. is now more important. And then that is what I, I do. So. And I try to exercise also every day, uh, like minimum half hour. And if I can't do half hour, I do 15 minutes because I go with the flow as well. There's yeah. no time pressure on my side unless I have uh, a coaching client, which is for me, that is yeah. the most important. So I yeah. love that. And I, I like too that what you said it's, it's okay if you didn't like writing the article, right? I think sometimes we tie so much sometimes we just have to release that expect like that expectation right of like nothing bad is going to happen if I don't write that article today exactly nothing bad to happen it's okay it's okay if it happens tomorrow okay yeah that perspective we're not curing cancer our jobs are important it's not minimizing the work that we do and the value we provide but it's it's okay that it to trust yourself that you'll get it done Yes. So what what happens as well is with my existing clients, they know as well that if they have a very bad moment, um, they can send me a WhatsApp and then we just, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, jump on the call or on a Zoom call. And 
that is for me uh, priority number one because you know uh, I am your coach, so I want you to feel as well uh, heard and listened, and and that I'm there for you. So yeah, my article will so it will be tomorrow <laughs> or the day after because for me the most important is is that um, we have happy people again, you know, mm-hmm. because life can be so short and. And I just really want to have uh, people, you know, having quality of life. And that is key for me. So, yeah, the article can wait. Love it. That's great. All right. I have a couple of rapid fire questions. And then I want to make sure that everybody can find you and and learn more about you and work with you if they they are feeling like on the edge of burnout. So are you a morning person or a night person? Since my daughter, definitely a morning person. (laughs) (laughs) um paper and pen or all digital that's a tricky one I love all digital but if I'm coaching or journaling that's all with pen and paper because I draw lines and I circle and and I have keywords and yeah that goes with my eyes closed and yeah so yeah I need that flexibility on paper too (laughs) um and then what is your favorite way to relax dancing pilates or uh spending time with my uh with my family and friends and and i can also really good with a good book (laughs) oh i love it what kind of dancing do you do salsa oh my gosh that's so fun i used to take salsa lessons i loved it it was so much fun it is it's so relaxing and it's good for your heart it's you know I practice what I preach, so I do always like, you know, a dancing, you need to have some movement, but that works for me. If it's mm-hmm. for somebody else, it's running or, but now, yeah, for us, it's salsa and the music with it. And yeah, that's, that's, that's key. That's, oh, cannot so imagine life without salsa. <laughs> Cuban salsa is for me, it is the only thing that's there. <laughs> so, uh, make me jealous. Uh, Lydia, where could people find you and learn more about you? So my Instagram is Serenity Coach Lydia. You can find me on Instagram, Serenity Coach Lydia. You can find me also on the webpage, uh, Serenity Coach Lydia or Lydia Linklan. Perfect. Well, I'll put all that in the show notes so people can connect with you there and find you um, to, again, just learn more about this. I think it's such... I said, such an important topic and something that I'm really glad that we're able to dive deeper in because it's, it's, it is personal, right? It's not something that we're just going to be able to Google and read an article and, and get it fixed up, right? We need to, we need to be asking ourselves the right questions or working with a coach to ask those right questions to help us reprioritize things and, and really identify what's going to work best for us to find that, that time for ourselves. Yeah, definitely. Now, it is one of the most important things that you have a coach that you feel comfortable with and that you can open up to and, um, yeah, um, put everything in place and to overcome your burnout or prevent it, preferably. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was wonderful to chat with you and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. I look forward to talking to you soon.